And how much bacon? I've got three more rashers. Yeah, but American bacon is not real bacon, is it? No, it's, it's, but I got this from the butcher, see? Oh, that looks a lot better. Well, that looks mm. nice. Welcome to Bacon the Podcast. At <laughs> 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 point, let's go. <laughs> Hi all, um, Happy New Year and welcome to Rant Football UK. We've been gone a long time. Um, quite frankly, everyone's been busy over the Christmas period. I've just about got three of us together today. Um, yeah, again, we welcome Andrew back, who was on suspension for a long time for being a naughty boy and getting on my nerves. <laughs> so Andrew's back with us today. Welcome back, Andrew. Thanks for having me back. Not a problem, not a problem. Yeah. Still a PE teacher. And Donna from the <laughs> year, to go to the pubs and have a normal life. Donna, quick one. I'm not going to say what the, the thing is called that we're in because that can get shows blocked. So don't say the C19 thing. But were you in the pub? numbers where your places are open. Is it rising super high or is it staying steady? In Washington, we are actually lower in numbers. But in Arizona, the numbers are rising. Well, maybe from uh, for me and Andrew, our love from the UK, we will send you the new mutated version. <laughs> it's already over here in the United States, so you could just keep your presence. <laughs> anyway, we're not here today. If anybody's wondering, also, the rest ain't here. Simon's starting it. Paul's watching TV with his missus because he's under the farm. Um, <laughs> at work. And Craig, well, he's only on when he feels like it, but when Craig on is classic and... I'm going to say, go back to the last Rant Football YouTube, not the new one that's coming out, and just watch me, Simon and Craig. Do not watch it with your children, because it's more like this fucking show, that one. Seen it. <laughs> we were, yeah, um, I had to turn my ears off. <laughs> <laughs> it was very naughty. We even talked about Donna stroking her pussy. That's my cat. <laughs> but that was an inside joke, people, but she's tried to lie to you and say it's about a cat. We all saw it. She on a video. Or I have a cat. She <laughs> doesn't. Normally, you have to pay you... for only fans, but Donna's doing it for free. <laughs> anyway, you guys have the you guys have the mental acuity of a six-year-old. <laughs> Thank you very much. That's why. I'm probably more better to be the Prime Minister of England than Boris Bojo, idiot Johnson. Anyway, guys, how was your Christmas? It was okay, oh, yeah. Well, brilliant. Off. Yeah, well, I was, uh-uh. I was still in tier two on Christmas Day, so I was allowed to see family and friends. Obviously, not allowed now, but before we get any further, and I love a rant, I'm going to do a rant quickly. So, guys, it's been clearly said, right, in the UK, that... um. Tier four is not working properly, and tier five might be coming. But somehow, because the new mutated version of it is super fast. Andrew, why the school still fucking open? What is Boris doing? Is he a fucking dickhead? Right, I've only found out tonight, and it's not long been tonight. Um, a man phoned me, and we are supposed to be on a total shutdown by tomorrow night. Well, by tomorrow tonight, early hours tomorrow morning. Now, if they don't shut everything down where no one moves, 
that's got to be including the schools. I agree. I mean, right? But I, mean, I would know, I know I mean, now for the fact, he won't shut the primary schools down, he would keep them open. I said this to Lee, who's a part of Ram Football YouTube, who's actually top of the league right now in the predictions. And I can't even see it behind me. <laughs> anyway, that's me talking, guys. That's not going to work for the podcast. Just why I say that. Anyway, I talked to Lee about this. He's um, his wife's a nurse, and um, it is getting a lot bad, worse down here now where I live in Crawley, and um, we can't figure it out with a school thing. And I can't figure out why we can't go into a full country lockdown now for January and February. Get as many people vaccinated as possible who want it, because I know there's people listening who don't want it. That's your choice. I don't agree with it. That's your choice. Um, I don't tell people what to do. If that's what you think is right for you, you don't have to have a, a vaccination. That's your choice in life. But getting back to football, you may not be allowed in football stages, in my opinion, in the long run. But I think January and February, <laughs> get many elderly and ill health people vaccinated in January and February, doctors, nurses, school teachers, all them lot, and then March, we can open the country up and with enough people vaccinated and with the summer and then slowly get people through the summer as well vaccinated who want it, we can get this country probably by August back to, well, close to normal. We won't be back to normal until next year, but close to normal, but living normal lives. Pubs open, fans going to football, people going abroad, everything like that, we can get it back. So Bojo just locked the fucking place down now because I'm sick of it and I'm bored of it. I can't have another year of this shit. It'll also out, help the economy on the long run. It'll hurt it at first because everything's locked down. But whenever other countries locked down still in Europe and we're open, how are we get going? Right, anyway, great little off the front there. Before, you, yeah, but before you finish, the yeah. question is then, when you're saying shut everything down, does that mean stop all the football as well? Um, the way the cases are getting higher in football, I think it's going to be done soon anyway. I think they're going to get the FA Cup out of the way. We'll stay with I don't it. Think play it. I think the FA Cup will happen this week because they're little games and you can put your kids out against them, frankly. Most of them teams and that. Um, me personally, um, the FA Cup's the only thing Chelsea can really win this year now. So Chelsea have got to go for it. That. Um, play their third round and then after that, stop the league two to three weeks. Tell all the players, and I will get into players in a minute. Um, stay home, don't do anything, don't have parties. That's at Tottenham and West Ham place. Did everyone see that story today? Yeah. Tottenham and West Ham players mixing together over Christmas, thinking it's fine. Then you've got stupid skulls as well, letting these kids have a New Year's party. Yeah. So they're all at it. The problem is a lot of people don't listen to Boris anymore because he changes it every week. doesn't know what he's doing. There's too many different tiers. Everyone's confused. Bring a full lockdown into everything. Well, I won't even get for two, look, you just said then it's been all over, shut it down for two weeks. But after that, it's still got it's still got to be the virus about and it's still be doing the football. So I think you should shut, at least shut it down for at least a full two month shutdown, nothing. You can't, you can't do that with football, mate. You can't finish the season, you avoid the season now. If that well, do it then. You've got to do it then. That's the only way you go get keep them in, keep them away. I think you could probably get rid of the lower leagues. The Premier League money-wise is too much. All our clubs would be in trouble. We'd all be in money trouble. Chelsea made a profit, by the way, everyone, just to say 2020. Um, but um, we lost a lot of money. We would have had a bigger profit. But because the TV rights and that, the TV companies around the world, including NBC, paid a fraction of what they were meant to pay to us. And now we're out the EU. It's harder to bring players into the Premier League. Um, so players abroad... 
I think prices are going to inflate badly. If we stop football, I think it's going to be a problem. I think three weeks. So stop it. Um, tell them we'll start home, be good boys and girls, because that's women's football as well. Or non-binary football. We, we don't know anymore what to say in this stupid world anymore. So we can't say men or women's football. It's non-binary football from now on. I just want to put that little dig in as well. But so what do you do then when you get in football that's going out? How do you punish them then? Do you punish I'll them by fine them or do you suspend them for um, uh, what, what? Well, the FA and the clubs need to get together here. The clubs need to massively fine them. Massively, massively fine them because they're risking their clubs, other players getting it as well. Yeah. And uh, yeah, the FA needs to put the foot down and say, if you're caught breaking the rules... Out in a minute, you've brought, brought breaking the walls two match bans straight away. Do you think you should um, spend them for a full month? It's hard. I think, a two match ban, I think two match ban would be enough. There's too many games right now. Look, look around football YouTube. I've had to make you all send me videos in because there's so many games in a month. Yet again, ridiculous. I didn't want the cups back this year, I didn't want international football. But here we are. There's nothing we can do about it. Donna, your thoughts. Well, I thought instead of just finding them, find them, but let's just not pay them. Don't pay the players who come down with COVID. That means that they have exposed themselves like the party. You mentioned the party. You've got to be careful there, Donna, because sometimes we don't know if a player snuck out and they could be asymptomatic and move on to someone who gets symptoms, who may... Mm following the rules. So I think the ones who get caught get fined and suspended. Well, I've got a better idea then. And I would do this, but a lot of people um, probably disagree with me. The people who get caught and they, they, instead of fining them, well, fine them, but I should fine them, give the lower teams if it's someone like Darby or someone like that who's struggling for money, give them the money. That's the only way you go stop it all together. But Andrew, it's not just about money. We're talking about people who are exposing others to a virus. Now, whatever your views are on a virus, it's one thing. But you're exposing others to a virus. You're also eliminating clubs from participating. You're eliminating clubs from having... I mean, we were just in a tier where London could have... Um, supporters come into the stadiums to support the clubs. They were making just a little bit of money in that area of time. Now, all of a sudden, people got lazy. They started, and who knows? Maybe the numbers are exaggerated. I mean, you want to talk to Americans about that. Americans have theories all day long that the numbers are exaggerated. People have the same feeling over here. No, um, over here with COVID deaths, what I find very strange. If you had COVID 28 days beforehand and you die 28 days later in a 28-day period and you could be over it, it will be put down as a COVID death. To me, I think that's very risky. I also think someone with stage four cancer with COVID. Um, God, we don't want to die of either things, but... Yeah, because this isn't a podcast about... But I'm sorry, Phil, but this isn't a podcast about that issue. It's a podcast about football. It, it does. It all fits in because football right now is under scrutiny and could be stopped because yeah. some, some players are idiots. Um, unfortunately, the background staff, what we don't know personally, as we don't see, we don't know if they're walking down their local Tesco's um, without a face mask on and that. Um, 
other shops are available, by the way, people. Um, but going into them shops and then bringing it into the club as well. Now, how do, right. we, how do we sort them out? That's the problem because they don't earn much money. I don't think you can. I really don't think you can sort people out. Um... I think you can. I think you could do it once. Have so what's their, what's their way? You would say nine hundred pound a month. We'll just put a weird price, a low price, nine hundred. You take hundred quid off of them. Um, you spend them from working for a couple of weeks, so they lose money there as well. <coughs> and, um, you get caught again. You're out on your ear. So you give them an option first. You, you give them a warning because we all make mistakes. Every single human makes a mistake with this COVID thing. I have gone to a shop before and forgot my mask. Yeah, it happens. I don't wear it all the time. When I'm walking the streets, I don't wear one. When I'm walking my dog and that, I don't wear it. Um, I've been told from tomorrow I've got to wear it work at work. What's actually getting on my nerves? Because I'm the only one at work who stands on their feet the whole shift while everyone else sits down. Because the rule is, if you're at your desk sitting down, you can take your mask off. If you're walking around like I have to in the workshop and that, you've got to keep it on 24-7. Now, I've been good about getting myself like a wheelchair just to push myself around so I can take the mask off, but that's just a silly joke. I'm also going to have a COVID test tomorrow, guys. So we'll see what happens. Because we're going back to work, we've got to have a COVID test. We'll see how yeah, that... But the question is then, why can't, if there's, like you said, you've got to wear a mask and the people who's at the desk don't, what goes for them? Sure, it must go for you as well. Well, you yeah, can't one, have one and one. And... Their desks are very, they're all two minutes apart at their desk, and they've got um, plastic pest, um, sheet things around their desk, what's covering them away from everyone right now. They're Just all put a sheet around you. Yeah, but yeah, <laughs> the football bubble things that run around with it. Um, or, as I said, but when they are, if someone else comes to their desk, they do have to put a mask on. So I don't want to say they're not wearing it full stop, guys. They are wearing masks. Protocols are being followed. As soon as they get off their desk, mask has to go straight on. But there is no one near them. There's, I mean, we usually have a team of 25 people in. I know for Monday, there's only eight of us. So it's a very low team who's coming in. So we are a skeleton team right now. So there's not nowhere near as much as anyone's listening, going crying. All the protocols are followed at my work. So don't worry about it. There's hand sanitizer everywhere. Cleaning is done every <coughs> hour to the desk, to the kitchens, everywhere it's done. It's constantly done. If someone's family member, we have people been off once a family member's been catching COVID, they've been away for two weeks, had their test, they've been fine, but they've stayed away. Everything's been followed. Anyway, let's get off that bloody thing. Let's get back to football. I've got my thing I want to moan about. Now, we've, we've gone Tottenham West Ham, we've gone to that COVID and football game thing. Frank Lampard, Andrew, are you going to admit to me, because if anyone goes back on the podcast, you're going to love this. Andrew, you said Chelsea would win the league. I said they wouldn't. Who is correct? Hello, Andrew, you seem very quiet. Um, listen, uh, you still <laughs> got put the... Uh, you still got to put the uh, time to win the league if you need to. We are, now, now you messed up now. I don't think you will now. I don't think you will win the league now. I think you fucked up big time. Chelsea's um, now is embarrassing. It's an Arsene Wenger. We're after fourth. It's embarrassing. <clears throat> yeah, but is that now? Right, right, right about Frank Lampard. Okay. But if you go back years ago and you know yourself, England probably have the best three midfielders in the world. Or at least up there. Paul Scholes, Frank Lampard, Steven Gerrard. 
Yeah, but those sense. are all it players that are not playing anymore. No, but what I'm saying is, though, it doesn't make sure, it doesn't make him a great manager. Oh, yeah. Well, Gerard's so, doing a fantastic job in Scotland. Gerard is gone to Scotland, what I need to lead to junior managing and coursing, and he's doing well. He, Frank Lampard came from Derby County and he gone straight up to Chelsea, which that is a massive club to manage. Just like United with Solskjaer. Did I think Solskjaer would do a good job? No. Has he done a good job for me? I think he's done a belting job up to now. If we can win the if we can win the league, it's a it's a bit it's a bonus, that for me. Oh, we but, have got to stop blame we have got to stop blaming the managers every time um, that something goes tits up. No, Donna, it's a thing at Chelsea though. Um with this squad, last year, Frank got away with a lot of the defending problems last year. And we were terrible defending last season. But we had a young team, transfer ban, a young manager, inexperienced in the Premier League. We, we know everyone was letting him off. He was, he's, Chelsea, he's a Chelsea superhero. He's a Chelsea legend. Now, the problem... But we're is, still uh, terrible at defending. Yeah, that hasn't changed. Yeah, that's the problem. He's now spent over £200 million. He's had a year in charge of Chelsea. He's brought some world-class players in and none of them, apart from Silver for a little while, was doing well. But none of them are doing anything. Now, I'm giving Vernon Habits more time. They're young lads. And I think they need a season in the Premier League before you see the real talent in them too because they are quality players. But yeah, at the same time, I think Frank isn't experienced enough with world-class players to mould it together as a team. I like Frank. I want him to prove me wrong but I'm not getting proven wrong. Frank's got a great plan A when it works, but he's not good enough in a game for a plan B to work. He doesn't know when to make the subs at the right time, who to sub. He doesn't know when to change formation. Uh, me, every week, I can tell you, Frank Lampard, until the FA Cup next week, he'll try something, but he will go for his 4-3-3 and you will know the lineup and you will know the left and right back, he wants them bombing up the wings. That is how to handle Chelsea. It's simple. You stop the left and right back like Man City did, you open them up because Chelsea try and bomb. And if they do bomb forward, they've had a the massive gap at the back. They come through. Now, that is Frank's problem. It's been having a lot happen. Arsenal is happening a lot lately defensively. There was a moment Chelsea looked great defensively. And Andrew, you can see why Andrew thought Chelsea would win the league. But when it's got, it's, it's, you're not a good manager when it's going well. You're a good manager when things start going wrong. You know how to turn it around quickly. And we're going seven games, I think, now. Chelsea have only won two in the Premier League. Yeah, that squad's not good enough. But no, Phil, that- here's okay. I'm going to say something about that though, because you say that Frank's taking them up the the wings, which is, I mean, yeah, over and over and over again. And you could say the same about American football too, because there's managers out there that do the same plays over and over again. But maybe that's because they does he doesn't have a good center back, or a good mid or a good um, midfield. It's not the manager's fault. They need to get better players out there. Yeah, but I would say Chelsea have got enough team. Chelsea, for me, they've probably got the best, at least one of the best back four in silver. It's got to be one of the best. Yeah, it's age. It's got but to remember, be one okay, of the but best. you know what, guys? There was a time where Fergie didn't have the best record either, and they were about ready to sack him. And what happened? It won a 12 Exactly. Let's give the man, and I'm not a Chelsea supporter, as you know, by any stretch of the means, but I'm tired of seeing all the managers being sacked because two years on the trot and they don't have a good run and they sack them. 
How about giving these guys a chance to prove their worth? You probably uh, you can't use Fergie as a thing anymore because it's a totally different era of football. Football yeah. is not the same game anymore. The way it's played, it's not the same game. So the Fergie era is different. And back then, yeah, you're right. Fergie was that close, winning a league cup. After that, though, what Fergie did prove with money, he knew who to bring in and who to get rid of. And he yeah. Frank hasn't proven that yet, and it's it. Unfortunately, with a club like Chelsea and football is money now, and I hate it for it. If you want just decent football, go and support a Div Two side like a Crawley Town, and you enjoy football. But football now at the top is about being the elite, and Chelsea can't afford not to be in the elite. Man, you, yeah, but but your owners have got to give. But your owners have got to give your managers a chance to prove their worth. They can't just say you get one season to do it or two seasons. Even Ole has had how many now? Three? Are we on our third season with Ole? Don't ask me. <laughs> yeah, I know. He's, well, he's had three seasons, but he's, at the moment, he's doing a lot better than, for me, he's doing a lot better than Frank Lampard. He is right now. He's second in, he's second Andrew, in Andrew and just last week, you were ready to sack the man. I still think he should be sacked. I'll tell you, no. I think Man United were a world-class manager. I, you, 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 Man United fans get excited. You're not winning the league. It's between Man City and Liverpool. I don't care what anybody says. It's always going to be them two for now. With a world-class manager, you bring a couple of more world-class players in. Man United are back. I said it all season. I don't think Solskjaer is a man. You're second right now, and you can all pretend you won. You've had some of the biggest dodgy decisions go your way the last few games. And it doesn't matter because it happens to everyone. But, and it happened for Liverpool last year, but the pussy is back. <laughs> but <laughs> I'm telling you now, you will lose. As I said, don't rate a manager on a good run. Rate a manager when it's going wrong. Exactly, because that's where he, that's where his worth is, is shown. But it's not because he did this last season. You had a good run, and then right. rubbish. Well, we only had a good run until COVID hit. You need a manager who is constantly, from start to end, basically, with a couple of losses here and there, um, who will do it. Solskjaer's not that guy. I'm telling you. When you come up against well, decent teams like Man City and Liverpool again, Man City, by the way, are looking amazing again now. I don't know what's going on there. Guardiola's figured something out, but. No, I don't well, think Man City's it, looking all that good because they have uh, what's his name out. Well, they've got the best defense in the Premier League right now for the last eight games. But yeah, they, yeah, but, the, but the they're not is, complete. Yeah, but that's that's what makes them so good. They're not complete, and you had a Chelsea team out there barring um, our right back who usually plays. That was Chelsea's starting lineup basically, and we at home we got taken to school, <laughs> and they played the Bruyne at fun. That is what a decent manager can do. He, he back was to the wall and he figured out how to... Beating Chelsea would have been fair enough 1-0, 2-1. 3-0 at halftime, genius by him. He, well, I don't think it's... Lamp, but, Phil, what I'm saying is I'm giving Lampard some doubt here because I don't think it's all Lampard's fault. I think there's lack of passion on Chelsea's angle. Well, that's always been there at Chelsea, but you got, Conte came into a Chelsea team who was bang out and he won the league. And maybe, and how about this? How about if we, and how about this? Maybe, just maybe, it's the X factor that all the clubs throughout England are facing right now. There's no supporters in the stadiums. We can't use that excuse because everyone's got the same problem. Well, I know, but it has, but we all have that same problem. 
Yeah, we but, all play like shit because we don't have those supporters. Well, I'm not being rude. I, oh, I've given up because I'm totally injured now. My body, bones broken everywhere. But I didn't go and play football for fans. I Andrew, did you ever play football to go and play football for fans? Or did you go and play the football? Because you, when you played football as a kid, you played it and you loved the game. I went, I'm playing football because I want to play. I love the game. Not because people were there. I didn't bother about people being there. I was bothered about the way I play. And that's all on. But the, yeah, the fans did help. Fans did help, but I've done yeah, it for myself I'm as well. Yeah, but when every club has no fans, it, it doesn't make a difference. We're all at the same opinion. But teams are still turning it on. Man United are winning, winning, winning with no fans. So Donna, that could backfire and your fans could come back and you could start losing. Oh, I know. I know. I'm just I'm just thinking out loud. I mean, isn't that what rant football is all about? Thinking out loud. And- <laughs> That's the idea. We're not meant to agree with everything. But I think, I know Roman Abramovich as a Chelsea fan. He has not got the patience of a god. He he will soon flick that finger. He will be talking to other managers now. The ex-PSG manager, Allegri. If it was me, people, I don't care what you say, you're probably going to put your eyes up here. I would choose me personally. I want someone with experience in the Premier League. I would bring Brendan Rodgers in and get JT in as John Terry. in as Brendan a- Rodgers. You would love that as well, wouldn't you? Daniel Craig. <laughs> yeah. The man, the man. Yeah, but, you say what so, you want about him, but you, you record. He had an average Liverpool team with a really good Gerrard, didn't he? He nearly won the league with that. He dominated the Scottish league, but that's not hard. And he'd come back to Leicester when Leicester had a big dip again, and he's brought them right back up. And he, he's a good manager. And with Brendan Rodgers, he knows Chelsea, because I don't know if you know this, for about, I think, five years maybe, he was a Chelsea youth manager. He knows the club. Yes, he was. Yes, he was. Oh, but, yeah. But the question then he, is then, who, well, then what, if you've got what about Pikachu? Top, he just went to PSG. Oh, did he? See, I don't get the news over here who goes in these days. If you have to go and get a top world-class manager, Phil, I'm on about a top class. I don't oh, mean a Brendan Rodgers. Who would you actually go for? Because if, if it was at United, all, I, don't, I think there's only a two-hour goal for. Well, I can tell you mine now. Ex Juventus boss and um, the ex Paris Saint-Germain boss. Right now, if it was me and Roman goes, go and choose the manager and we're getting in for you. It'll be Allegri, the ex Juventus manager. I love the guy. Yeah. But personally, I'm still pissed off about this is where Donna makes me look stupid. I'm still pissed off when Conte got fired. The guy won the league the first season, got to an FA Cup final. Uh, I think I can't remember if he won it or not, because I know <laughs> next season he got to an FA Cup final, finished in, I think, second. And because second. He, he fell out with Costa and had a massive row with the board because they didn't want their egos hurt, he was fired. Now, me, Conte was the guy I thought who was going to build a new legacy at Chelsea. He was Would like, you ever take the Everton boss back? What's the card? Angelotti, another one I'd have. I just I look at Angelotti now and think, is he the right mould for Chelsea? Now, I, I think he would I, be. I, I kind of want a younger manager. This is why I say Brendan Rodgers as well, because if you bring John Terry in as a number two, that's your leader in the dressing room as well. He can even say to his boss, don't come in for 10 minutes. I'm going, to rip the, I'm going to rip the arse off these little wankers. I've won everything with Chelsea. Let me tell them what this club's about. Um, mm. So, but Brendan Rodgers, as I said, he's got Premier League experience. He's got some fantastic teeth. It's a smile to the camera like Klopp. <laughs> so, and Donna Fancy. So does Mourinho. Donna Fancy Brendan Rodgers. So. <laughs> you can always have, you can always have the, the chosen one back. <laughs> <laughs> Jose, 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 Jose. Would you ever take Jose back 
if if you're the last option. No. So I, if you had a chance then between I, Solskjaer and Jozo, who would you take? Me. <laughs> no, Bill I'm would manage serious. Chelsea. Who would you take if you had a chance between Solskjaer and Jose? Who would you actually take back? Who would you go for? Neither of them I'd fold the club. You would. The problem if you would being serious. Who would you go for? I wouldn't have Solskjaer for this reason. I think he's a joke. I don't think he's a good manager. Your last game you won, that's the softest penny I've seen for ages. Chelsea literally had the same thing today and wasn't given. That's another thing about VAR, what I don't like. But anyway, I'm not making excuses, man. City destroyed Chelsea. Um, Jose comes back. The problem you've got, he's been there twice. The second time he came back, he still loved Chelsea. He doesn't love Chelsea anymore. There's a lot of bad blood there. And I think it would surface too quick when things start going wrong. So... No, you can't have it because you know what's going to go wrong with Jose. You've had it with Jose. When it goes wrong, it goes wrong. And you can't afford to have that. Donna Salt got me thinking, maybe give Frank until the end of the season and say, look, we may not make Champions League. Let's give Frank to the end of the season. We'll well, see- are you being willing to risk not finishing in Champions League with Frank Lampard? Or would you be willing to go to the Champions League and do something? It's, 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 it's a tough one because... Yet again, I'm contradicting myself. I look at Klopp and I saw what he did with Liverpool. And at first, we were all laughing at him. Oh, he's come to the big league. He ain't the big boy anymore, is he? He doesn't have- <laughs> Now, he's won the Champions League. He's won the Premier League. He could be on for his second Premier League title this season. Who knows? And he was given time. So I get what Don is saying. That side of the coin, I think it. But the problem with Klopp and Lampard is Klopp had experience before he came to yeah, he managed a big club. And he won the German League. Yeah. Lampard, I feel sorry for him. I love Frank. I want him to prove me wrong. I keep on saying this. Well, would you but, have him as a number two then? No, I think that wouldn't be fair on Frank. I think Frank, I feel sorry for Frank. I think if he had a couple of more, if he was allowed to have a couple of more seasons at somewhere like Derby and that, or even Astrid, somewhere like that, anywhere like that, and then came to Chelsea, I think he would have been quality. I think the big job came too quick. And he couldn't yeah. turn it down. No one would turn it down. So I don't blame him for that. But I think it's too big of a job too early in his managerial career. Yeah. Well, it just shows you that look at Wayne Mooney. All right. He's, he's managing Everton. Um, not Everton, so mm. Derby. So he's managing Derby. But if United come crawling, I don't care who you are, you sh- you go for it. You will take that chance. Of course you would. And he's done exactly the same thing with Chelsea. He took that chance to think things go, go smooth. I'm not being rude. not. I'm not being rude. If someone offered me the chance to be the Prime Minister of England, I'm going to take it. I've got no clue what I'm doing. Exactly. But I'm going exactly. to take the job. <laughs> would. Anybody would. It's just that chance to take it to be a club. But, um, but it's, it's also, it was, it was a club that's very dear to Frank's heart. So I know this run is hurting Frank probably more than the players. Right? Yeah. His dad was there. What, did his dad manage Chelsea at one no, time? That was assistant manager at West Ham under Harry. Right. Um, I, I, I'll tell you what, if I was Frank, though, just sit down, have a chat with Harry, calm down. Is that fake up this week? Swap the whole team, freshen it up, yeah. and just say, well, <coughs> Uncle Harry, what's going, what do you think is going on? Talk to a few people. Yeah. You know, try and freshen it. I said, Donna sort of got me around to thinking, give him to the end of the season. But if it's terrible, we finish like 10th, he's got to go. He's got to be well, in the ground top four. I think that's a bit too much of a risk, Phil. I really think it's too much of a risk. Um, it makes me well. It makes me wonder if Frank has 
doesn't he have like mentors and someone that he can go to and say, Hey, I'm in a slump. I just don't know what I need to do to get the lads working with me. And everyone knows I do the same plays over and over again. How do I make this work? Because I love this club so much. I want to be a better manager. No problem. His mentors, ready? Guardiola, Anthony, Angelotti, Evan. Do you not think it'd be a good person to talk to? They can't help him that much because they don't really want him to do that well because they're fighting for his position in the league. Yeah, but do I think it it could help him out a lot? And I think it would help him out a lot. He Um, needs a mentor. He needs a mentor. Kind of like what... I think Alex Ferguson would be ideal just to sit down and talk. No, because Ferguson is giving mentorship to... Oli. Help, just help him along. So if, you, if you think about it, just imagine Chelsea um, finishing 14-15. That is bad. Who doesn't run the club, but just comes down and watches stuff in training, sits in the stands and talks to Frank in the week saying, this is what I think went wrong. No, Frank still has a final say. Gus Hiddink. He's like a father-like figure to Frank as well. Put his arm around right. Yeah, that could be a good choice just to sit there and go, look, Frank, you're being too soft on this player. You're being too hard on this player. Because yeah. players' mentality, everyone's different. Um, he's got, I love Mason Mount. I think he's playing well, but clearly Frank's starting to choose favourites in the team as well now. And I think <laughs> that's the mentality. I mean, <clears throat> I think, and I don't know because I'm not in this position, but I think the hardest thing to be is not just a manager in a top flight club, but to be a man in a manager position in a top flight club with uh, no one to turn to. Poor lady. This poor is, lady, whatever. <laughs> I'm just saying, I think it would be a terrible place to be in that you don't have anyone to turn to, to ask for mentorship yeah. or to say, Hey, I just need someone to tell me where am I going wrong with this? We were yeah. so good six months ago. Six weeks ago, three weeks ago, Chelsea were awesome. And that's what bugs me. There's well, got- that's your opinion. No, we, no, we weren't. <clears throat> three, three weeks ago, we would look like we we're going to go top of the league. I thought you would win the league. And that's why I said I'd win the league from the way they're playing. Yeah, the good defense, midfield, and upward. This stuff actually happened December last season as well, guys. So I'm not kind of shocked. Um, also, with the young players, what have come in, um, the habits and that, the Verns, as I've said. I don't think you're going to see the best. Taking, do you reckon you're playing too many young players then? The problem no. is that. No. I think the problem is he's trying to find a way to, in his formation, he's trying a way, he's trying to find a way to fit the new players in. And that's the problem. Right now, he's got to say, if you're not playing well, Werner, you're going to have to sit on the bench for three or four games while the other lads... You won't do that. Well, got- and I only think that's about 35% of the problem too, Phil. I think the other... 20 another 25 percent of the problem is that he doesn't have a person on the pitch that is that captain that person that says you you're not listening to frank you're out you're you've got to buckle up pay attention you're out you're a captain that's why chelsea in january in my opinion have got to sign declan rice from west ham that kid gets on the pitch he's his heart is on his (laughs) Um, he's an ex-Chelsea youth but he's West Ham right now and when he's out there even with West Ham playing bad he's kicking the lumps out of other players he's shouting at players like a leader he's literally dragging sometimes West Ham back into a game 
he's not the best player, but sometimes I don't think your skillful player should be your leader out there. So Chelsea, when we were in our prime, John Terry, you wouldn't say he was a good reaction <coughs> and passing and that, but as a, as a striker, you didn't want John Terry up your ass. And as a team, you didn't want to be losing if you was part of John Terry's dressing room. Because half time he would come in and rip your fucking heads off. And I think Declan Rice would do the same at Chelsea. He's young, but I... Would he go back to Chelsea now? I think he's brilliant. Would he actually go back to Chelsea? Yes, his best mate's Mason Mount in real life. They are best buddies. They even went on holiday at the beginning of um, COVID period, didn't they? They went on holiday together. They got caught playing six aside naughty boys um, with each other. I've said it before. A captain needs to be respected and someone who can lead yeah. the younger ones because those younger players just don't have the yeah. experience, especially in Europe. I agree with you. Tom <laughs> Rice reminds me of John Terry. John Terry, when he came in first year, just played with... Um, Chelsea, Desai in the back. He was a leader. He was thrown up to captaincy very young because he was a leader, and that is what Declan Rice to me is. Well, Declan Rice is a no-nonsense footballer who's got some good skills. He's not, <coughs> he's not the most skilled for this, but in a Chelsea midfield, what is soft, Declan Rice. Even though I want to play centre back, I think I put him midfield with um, me, my midfield, and I, I would have it as Mason Mount, Kante, and Declan Rice if he's going to play the three. Well, and this is why I think with a manager, if you put a manager with the same equal, like a definition to a captain, you want someone who can lead a captain, a captain and a manager are pretty much equal. When you think about it, a manager is leading the team, but you need a captain out there on the pitch the same way. You need someone who can lead the team on the pitch. But yeah, but okay. Well, if, let's let's bring it towards United then. I know it's not about United at the moment, but we can make it about United. We'll change the subject slightly. So let's move on from is, is um oh shit is Bruno a better captain than Harry Maguire on the pitch shouting wide? Yeah, absolutely. Bruno's not right, so why why, why don't you turn around and say to him then? You're not having a captain to no more. We're giving it to Bruno. Difference with Bruno, what I see with Bruno is not only is he a good footballer, he also gets stuck in, and you can see he's a leader. He's the trifecta. He's a I think he wants. If Chelsea ever went for him before United, I think he would have gone. And I think, no, I, I do. I think if Chelsea went for him before United, I think you've been, I think you've been running away from the league by now because he, he can open passes up. Anywhere, I would be worried right now with Real Madrid and Barcelona being so poor because he is the type of player they're looking at. I don't think he will go. I don't nothing, think he will go. Nothing, nothing against Man United right now, but um, Manchester's a shell. Nothing's really, it's not a nice place to live. You live there, Andrew, it's boring. It's like living in Crawley for me, it's fucking boring. <laughs> <laughs> Manchester is a big industrial estate, like Crawley Town is an industrial estate. So if you get offered sexy Madrid, the lovely weather, the senoritas, the you know Portuguese friends out there, Spanish friends out there, beautiful lake views, beautiful looking cities, you're taking it. Yeah, but are you? Because you, yes. you, you answer the question then. You go look at the likes of um, Azad. He's gone over there from Chelsea. To me, that was a big, big mistake. Yeah, you're but, not replaced him. You're not replaced him. Was, look at him was, now. Do nothing. 
Yeah. Why do you think Rooney took the MLS? It was so exotic. Yes. Was he? <laughs> <laughs> He's talking about going to Miami. Miami. I mean, seriously? He's thinking into Miami, maybe over Manchester City, someone like that. He's thinking into Miami. Because <laughs> now I've, I've, I've got friends who live out there and they tell me that parts of Miami absolutely stink like garbage. And what we see at the beachfront, most of Miami's a dump. Uh, that beachfront alone just makes you want to go there. I would live there just for areas. I'm not trying to say, Donna, is it Fort Laurendale? How'd you say it? That place in Florida? Fort Laurendale. That's it. I would love to live there. You've got, it's cheaper than Orlando, Miami. It's got nice beaches, lovely weather. That's me. If I'm a professional footballer and I had a team there and I'm 36 years old, I'm like, hello, <laughs> I'm moving in. So Yeah, I, they wouldn't take you, Phil. Also, a lot of it's to do with, you're saying about footballers, what you've got to remember as well is the wives, the girlfriends, the kids. <clears throat> right now, do you want to be bringing your kids up as a foreigner in the UK was now non-EU and it's harder to do things to get to Europe and that. So for them, you know, it's easier for them to move around Spain and everything. Right now, I, I think this EU stuff will be sorted and we'll be able to move backwards and forwards for holidays and that soon. But like work-wise, it's almost impossible now for us to go and work in Europe. So you've got to look at footballers as well. Now, they may think I'm out of here. I'm, I'm, a, I'm a European myself. The rules in England are not as good for me as they used to be. We, there's so many things we've got to look at now. The Premier League, yet again, just by coming January the 1st and being a non-EU country, um, it's already affected West Bromwich Albion. There's three players they want to bring in, but because of some sort of criteria with EU players what ain't high quality, they're not allowed them. So, what I think... Well, though, because I think, I think I sent you a picture, Phil, um, about that young kid from... I think he played. I think he'd come from a team from Italy somewhere. Now United Barton last last summer, I think it was. And now they're saying he can go, but we want him on loan. Now, how the journey wise is that not going to affect him? I don't know. Um, as I said, you were saying about players, foreign players coming in. Yeah, I've gone back to Chelsea. Are them youngsters not doing good this year? They've moved to a new country what they can't do anything in right now. They're living in London and there's nowhere they can go. I mean, being in Germany, they would have been happy. They Even if they couldn't go out many places, they would have known where to go for walks, nice places and that. Here, they, they, they don't even know what London is, as far as I care. They haven't seen the nightlife. They, they came here for all that. But anyway, I want to get totally off of Chelsea. Andrew, you had a rant, you said, and you didn't tell me what it was. <laughs> okay. Yeah. <laughs> I can't remember now that we've just been talking about it. Uh, I am laughing. You probably can't remember it. <laughs> no. So he's been talking about everything. No, it's just like, for an example, like, you're going back to the VAR again. It, it, that, you've got to improve some on that to make the, the league run better. I, I can I can approve VAR in a matter of seconds, mate. Yeah, you, you could do. But no one it. else can see none of that. Like I'm you said, that, that Paul Pogba was apparently, yeah, it was our. It was our. But, he, still, he, he didn't even look to the v, he didn't even look at the VAR. He just punched on the spot. Now, if the referees made that stupid mistake, come out at the end of the matches or half time. Yeah, said, I can handle a referee and well, a linesman making a mistake. I made a mistake. Their eyes, they see. But when VAR is taking three to five minutes and still getting it wrong, is that <laughs> not spoiling the game? 
Of course it is. It, it spoils the game all the time now, from, from my liking. Of course, I mean, every game now, it's not less than four or five minutes of injury time. Don't you miss yeah. the days of one minute? Well, you wouldn't notice because you were Man United fans of Fergie, but what the games are in a bit, oh, one minute of injury time. <laughs> fuck you. <laughs> I was going to say fuck you myself, but... Um, Haters are going to hate. <laughs> right, guys, I'm going to get into Jokester quickly now. Then we're going to Solskjaer. You lot are, are bigging him up. As you said a few weeks ago, loads of you are saying he's <laughs> fact. He's not a good coach. I'm sorry. You've had some dubious decisions to go your way. It's won new games or draw new games. What is not against the club, because that's VAR and the rest faults out there, but it's put you in a false position in a false hopes, I think. <laughs> I really do think you'll still finish third or fourth. I don't think you'll be top two. And I don't think you'll get anywhere near the title. You're having a great run now. But as Solskjaer was asked, what <laughs> the season for um, COVID? He said no. And why is that? Because exactly the same as Sheffield United, what I said to you a lot would happen. When we came back, I said Sheffield United would fall apart because their momentum had been stopped. Dead. Right? If you have a two, three weeks off, Man United don't have a game, your momentum is stopped. And I think you go back to average United. Not bad, because you're not bad. But you go back to average United. But the only thing what we're missing at this moment in time, and I've watched other um, people say and stuff like that, if we were to go and win the league, because Maguire and um, Richard Lind- Richard, he's not, they're not good enough, they're not quick enough. We need a brand new centre-back, a young centre-back, who can do the job of pace. Now, that's our problem at the back. Forget the fucking midfield. The back, for me, is a weakness for Man United. That is where you get look at the like up the cities, the Liverpools, the Chelsea's. The Vall got strong people at centre back, left back, right back. We haven't. We need a brand new centre back, and we need to buy him okay. now. I agree. I think you're in the same problem as Chelsea's centre backs. But the problem is, I don't really know any world class centre backs out in the world right now. Well, I don't either. That's the I whole problem. One. There has I been no one. I know one who. But I don't know if I don't know when his um, contract runs out. I think it's I think it's any time now his contract runs out. It's Rama. Yeah, but he's an old I'm man. Madrid. I will go get him for it's a stopgap, it's not good enough. No, a I'll help him. I'll get him just to get us to winter to begin to everything goes back to normal. Yeah, Silver's one of the best in the world right now, and Chelsea look atrocious. But you can't spend stupid money on getting a player for one or two seasons for a stopgap band-aid fix. No, it's free. It'd be free. It'd be free. But it's still it's it's still a plaster fix, Andy. I mean, what are we going to do? I mean, what what Chelsea's going to do? What both of us need to do: say Chelsea have silver for one more season, and you get Ramos in. We both then need to go and find a young, not too young. But young world-class centre backs, what can be moulded for a season with them too, knowing that we've got to bring another centre back in the year later. So that's the problem we have right now. As I said, I look at defending now. I think the art of defending is gone from football. I don't look at defenders that good anymore. I don't think half these players who everyone thinks world-class scoring goals now would have been good 10, 15 years ago when we had the Terry's, the Vidic, the Rio Ferdinands, even Carabao is better most of the centre backs in this league right now. And we, we had a plethora, Cavalios, we had everything. What do you go get him from R- is it what's that team called, Jim? And RB what the card? Yeah. What do you go and get the lad from there? The big 
Blah, blah. I don't know because the German league, this is, this is me. The Premier League is not the most gifted league in the world as players, but it's the most exciting league because anyone can beat anyone on yeah. that night. But the German league, you have a few world-class teams, but the rest are rubbish. So they have better teams than we have at this moment, but their league is rubbish compared to ours. Now, so right now, Werner, he looked electric in the German league. Right now, it looks like Chelsea have brought a dud. I think he's not going to be a dud. I think Havertz ain't going to be a dud. But at this moment, I can see why everyone's saying they are two duds. You've wasted money on. But, no, I don't think you wasted money on him. I don't, I don't think either. The I think balls in. It's weird, isn't it? Because I'm saying Frank's got to go, and then I'm saying at the same time, you've got to give these... A young manager's got to go. And then I'm saying at the same time, you've got to give these two young foreigners a chance. You can't just buy someone and say, well, you played half the season, you shit, go. Every foreigner, it's very rare you get a foreigner coming in. I know a lot of people, a lot of foreigners have, the drug birds, people like that come in, they're scoring goals for fun when they came to Chelsea. I hated that little fucker, trust me. I hated him. Then you got, then you got Bruno at United. He's coming. He's picked this. He's picked this Premier League up. What I thought. Yeah, but do you know he's what? Bruno, well. Do you know so, what Bruno interests me? Is he at the right age to move to a European league? So how old is Bruno? Bruno how old is Bruno? 25. No, he's twenty-seven or twenty-eight. Oh, I'm twenty-six, twenty-seven myself. So he's, he's twenty-five. He's up. He's about twenty-five. Hey guys, get the phone out. You get your phone. I promise you, about twenty-five years. How old is Man United player Bruno Fernandes? Bruno Fernandes is 26 years old. There we go. 26. So he came in when he was 25. I was right. Yeah, but he came in at 25. Now, I think 25 is just about close to the right age. You start hitting your prime in football. When you start seeing a real player. Um, Havertz is, what, 19, 20 years old as a kid. And people forget that. Um, 19, 20 year old man. I was scared to go in a pub and talk to a girl. <laughs> so, and I, I, 19, 20 year old, I was scared to back chat my boss. Now, anything can make me trigger, and I'll tend to go and fuck off. <laughs> I'm 14, I'm 41 years old. With age comes more confidence, I think. Some people have it young, most people have to grow into it. Right, Donna, have you got anything for us? No. Right. I was going to say something about the pussy, but. <laughs> <laughs> But I don't want I don't want to uh, drop down to your mentality. I know why she's gone looking for her pussy, people. <laughs> um, you two are encouraging. Anyway, before we go, before we do wrap this up, I'm going to ask where we're not just we're close to halfway through the season. You're quite you're very happy. I was very happy. I'm indifferent now, Chelsea. Where, where do you think? Truthfully, your team's going to finish this season by the end of the season. See if we can get back to this at the end of the season. Who's going first? Who are you asking? Yeah, so I'll go first. I think Chelsea will scrape fourth. And I wouldn't be surprised if Chelsea won the FA Cup. Um, but that's it. I, I begin, a few weeks ago, I was thinking Chelsea would finish second. But now I think we're going to scrape, and I mean scrape fourth. Um, Champions League, I thought we were going to beat Atletico Madrid. I think they're probably fash us right now, the form we're in. Um, unfortunately, in FA Cups, you know, you get a little good run in the FA Cup, you get lucky draws against smaller teams. That's the luck of the draw. 
and you hope the bigger teams meet each other. Like, for example, you hope Man United meet Man City, Liverpool meet um, Man City, anything like that. So one of them goes out. You hope for things like that all the time. Um, Chelsea, I think fourth, yeah, and probably the FA Cup. Um, I think winning the league, and I said at the beginning of the season, and they did slump badly, so no one probably agreed with it. Because I've got my predictions somewhere in my house. I remember sending them to you lot as well. I still think Man City are going to win the league. I think they're going to go one of their runs again. I saw something the last few weeks in Man City. The hunger's back. I don't know why, why it disappeared, but it's back in them. And I think Liverpool's injuries, unfortunately, it's just going to affect them too much during the season. But I've got a feeling Liverpool probably win the Champions League. So it'll work both ways. But then again, Man City fans, you probably want the Champions League instead of the Premier League because you've never won that because you're not a big club until you win the Champions League. That goes to Tottenham and Arsenal fans. <laughs> 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 and Man City fans. Still, you Arsenal will be relegated anyway. <laughs> no, Arsenal had a good run, guys. So, Donna, over to you. Where do you think your team's going to finish? Do you think you're going to win any cups? And who do you think will win the league? I'm going to go way off way off the beaten path i don't think we're going to finish the league i think that there's going to be another shutdown and i don't think we're going to finish anything this year again um when we do finish i think united is going to place top four we'll get champions league again um chelsea will finish top four liverpool and city will win the league uh liverpool yeah liverpool won't win the league as god is my witness liverpool i'll go over there and break a couple of legs on liverpool's squad I'm sorry, um, here. <laughs> <laughs> no i i have a feeling that with all this new um um positives going around the um clubs yeah. i think that the fa is going to step in and um by pushing for a couple of weeks and with our schedules and the fixtures so close with everything um i yeah. think we're going to see what happened last season do you know what you do so I, do you know what you do then if it's the premier league i'm sorry you scrap the fa cup this season i love the fa cup it's the oldest cup in the world in football but it's something you don't need right now and if we get behind on games then we then games. <laughs> Well, I agree with you. The only reason I say kick the league cup now because you're in the semi-finals. There's four teams left. There's two. You know, there's only two games because they're not playing over two legs in the semi-finals this year. So to get, if it was me, the league cup, I'd play Saturday, Sunday, the semi-finals, um, and then Wednesday, Thursday. No, 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 no because semi-finals, it's the finals. So on a Thursday night, get the final out of the way. That's oh, there you go. Semi-finals. Yeah, get it done. I don't think, uh, personally, if it's two... Thursday t- night, Channel 5. Yeah, and if it's first, if it's two London clubs, if it's Brentford and Tottenham in the final, Wembley. If it's not Brentford or bloody Tottenham, and it's Man United and someone else. See, the Man United game, that is weird, because the game's going to be played in London. You're from Manchester. Let's put it right dead in the middle. Let's play the game at Birmingham or Aston Villa's ground. I was just going to say, why don't we play it in Birmingham? Yeah. It's ridiculous. Or Milton Keynes. Why don't we play the Milton Keynes? You should not be traveling all the way down to London for that. No, because we, you're also risking more infection. Yeah. I know. So I say Milton Keynes in front of the concrete cows. But what they could do right now, if they're really worried, is rearrange the fixtures. So clubs from up north just play each other and clubs from down south just play each other for a few weeks as well. Mm-hmm. So, Andrew, let's get your yours. Winner of the league, Man United position, and do you think you want to cup? 
It's an hard one because with everything going on. I don't know if you've got a hard one, mate. That's disgusting. Don't play to work, pussy. You've got an hard one. What is going on with you? Uh, if it does, the thing is, if if we can get the players in, what we can, I say we could. I want to say this year, maybe no, next Andrew, year, but I can say, just go off. I can, I can say you getting third or second, and I can see Chelsea getting finishing the top four off. So we're going um, back in the season. <laughs> no, I, I can see him finishing the top four somewhere. Are you going are you in Europa? Tough, eh? We're in the Europa League, yeah. I don't win that easily. You know, you can't win that. That's no, no. I don't think we'll win that. I don't think we'll win that, and that's been true for me. Um, well, there's no big clubs in it. Yeah, but, no. If, if we beat City on Wednesday night, I think we'll win that cup. I think we'll win that cup. Nothing from going to watch. On Wednesday night, United and City... Um, I think if we beat City that night on Wednesday, I think we'll have that okay, call, and that's the other call we're getting. Right, you're, you're thinking about City, I'll give you the mouth-watering thing now, Don, I want to watch, I want both your reactions. Man City, you win, you're in the final. Tottenham win, you're in the final against Jose Mourinho, a guy uh, who's a senior winner. <gasps> Can I just say something? <gasps> if we beat Man City, expect to shock, God, I think Spurs would get beat. I don't see it as a shock because I think you're both very close as teams. I think Spurs would get beat. I think if you went out there and asked 20 people, I think you'd nearly get 50-50 on who they would think would win the game. You're both good teams going forward. You're both not the no, I don't mean the Wednesday. I don't mean United and City. Oh, no. If, uh, Brentford might be. Tottenham would destroy. I think, I think they would beat... No. I think they would beat Spurs. I really do. Underdog. Right, I think they will. Let's, get it, let's wrap this up here with granted most of the show about Frank Lampard and Chelsea. <laughs> Seriously. <laughs> but hopefully every, a few more will be back next time. I will not be on all the time, guys. The idea of this show is we're mixing the team around. So it's not the same people all the time. So it's not the same views. Um, this has never been done with us three before, so it's worked quite well. Um, follow us on Twitter at RantFootball1. Follow Donna on Twitter at Donna Lane Cameron. And I can't remember Andrew's. <laughs> Andrew. It's Andy Green 99, I think it is. Is it? I'm, I'm, I'm literally rushing now <laughs> onto it to try and find it out. So people bear with me. Um, Andy. Yeah, it's, it's Andy G. MUFC20. So there you go, people. I don't forget. Paul is on there as well. It's at Paul David28. He doesn't really post. Simon's on there at Simon and Julie, or Simon says pod. Craig's on there at B. Uh, I can't remember. <laughs> There's too many guys. Just uh, I'll put in the show links and just join and follow everyone on Twitter. No one really posts much to tell We're all old and lazy. <laughs> but as I said, if it you was the like, holidays. It yeah. was the holidays. Also, guys, if you'd like to come on, get hold of me on Twitter, as I said, at Round Football One. Email me at roundfootball one at gmail.com. Also check out the YouTube show which looking a mess right now because I didn't think I had a, was going to have a laptop quick enough so I made everyone record on their own. So happens I could have done it. So but <laughs> that will be coming out first what I mean the laptop showed up right now we're on it it's here i didn't have it until today to play with <laughs> so it is out that will right. be that's going to be different in february that will be going back to breaking news i hate to upset a few people here 
And you, I'm looking at you. Um, I'm right, hold on, Phil. I'm going shit on the kids are out of bed, mate. Okay, I'll let you go, mate. I'll just All explain. Right. See you later, Andrew. See you Andrew, later. I'm not bringing around formal predictions back next season. You're not? No. What I'm going to do, this is going to be the fun. Instead of having a show for it, what takes too much putting together, and people, you don't realise, I do rant football here, the podcast. I do rant football YouTube. I do Ghost Aliens Beyond, my other podcast. Check that out. That's my highest what, listen to podcast. Loads of people think that this is big. Everyone loves that show for some reason. Um, Ghost Aliens Beyond, obviously Andrew still hasn't officially left, is, <laughs> is um, basically me talking ghost stories, aliens, anything else. We're also doing things on conspiracy theories like the nutcases who believe in flat earths. Um, I might even go. Into I know it. I've been a guest on it. Yes, Donna has been a guest. So is Andrew, funny enough. Simon is my co-host on there. We are coming back for season two of February for that. But as I said, I've got that. Then me and Simon do TEF Pod. That's the Epic Florida podcast. It's on YouTube and our podcast. And then I've just got back together with Craig, who's only once. We're doing more Lando again. What's a trip um, advice? And people planning trips, holidays to Orlando. Very grown up, a lot of swearing in that. If you watch the last round football YouTube, that's what me and Craig and Simon are like together. So please get back into that, guys. We are bringing that very soon. But that is why Ramp Football Predictions is leaving the end of this season. But Donna, don't worry. Between all of us, what I'm going to do is we can continue doing predictions, but just send them to each other. And we just, we won't go through the results. We're just, every once in a while on the podcast, we're to say how everyone's getting on the league and who's first and all that. But it'd just be a bit I like of that. It's, not, it's, like, it's a lot I easier. Like and it gives, even, gives people more time. We'll keep this going. If people want this on YouTube, see our ugly faces. Yet again, tweet us or anything. I probably will put it on YouTube next season anyway. But I just won't do anything fancy with it. But yeah, the prediction show, this is the last year of it. Um, I love the podcast more. I like swearing more. I like arguing. Um, the idea of the name Ram Football. So, Donna, you've been a staff coming on today. Um, what's the weather like in America? I don't know where you are, Washington State. What's that, Phil? What's the weather like? Oh, it's uh, nice today. It's 55 degrees Fahrenheit, not Celsius. I think that's about uh, 50 minus 30 is 20. It's about 15 degrees Celsius. Really? Would you like to know what we are here right now before we finally disappear and I stop pranking away? We are about, I believe, three Celsius down south in England. Well, because you got our you got our snow the other day. I, I'm sorry that we no, sent we that to you. South. We didn't get that down south. That went all up north. We don't get snow down where I am. Trust me. Oh, that's right. Paul got all that. Yeah. Where I am, we hardly see snow. Um, the last time I saw really thick snow, what was amazing up to my knees, my dog was about two years old. My dog is now coming on 12. <laughs> Aww. Yeah. Aww. So people, you don't want to hear about rant dogs and rant snow. So Donna, yet again, thanks for being on. And everybody, or my cat. And Donna's going to go and strike her pussy. <laughs> and on that note, we're out of here. See you all soon. Bye, everybody. Well, the full-time whistle has blown. Thank you for listening to another episode of Rant Football UK. If you enjoyed it, please go over to Apple Podcasts, give us five stars and a nice little comment if you can. Also, check us out on Twitter at Rant Football One. If you'd like to come on with us and have a rant, email us at rantfootball1 at gmail.com. This podcast is part of the After Dark Podcast Network. <laughs>